you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. So today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Bevel, which is one of the coolest, dopest shaving systems you can ever have. I actually use it myself every day when I shave my head, which is actually large. But because I have such a close shave from my Bevel razor, I still get play. Um, Bevel is a one-of-a-kind brand that has created a shaving system for people of color with coarse, nappy hair and sensitive, bad, sometimes skin. And it's dermatologist-approved to prevent and reduce razor bumps, which no one wants, so you can maintain that smooth, sexy skin as we approach cuffing season. And that's real talk. Pick up your Bevel razor today by going to GetBevel.com and using promo code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off the first month of your Bevel subscription. Start shaving smarter with Bevel today. Don't forget that. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. Use promo code FRIENDZONE. You get 20% off the first month of your subscription. You're going to love it. I firsthand approve this message. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. Let's start the show. Hey, hey, one time for New Orleans, Louisiana. I know somebody is mad. They're like, these niggas are yelling <laughs> and in screaming. my ear. If you double out, double out. <laughs> Shout out to you if you listen to this episode right when it comes out in the morning and we just screamed in your ear. Thank you for bearing with us. I was. We just woke you up. Somebody requested that we did. Uh, 
something, you know, Nola inspired. That wasn't the best. It was just what I could give because it hit me right then. For you saw me thinking, I was like, all right, I what did, are we going to do? And then I was like, oh, something. shit, somebody said that, that we got to do New Orleans Bounce. So I was trying to. I don't know where that shit came from. <laughs> I, I was trying to do it, but I, I, I could not do it. I don't have enough of the effects and tools that I can do at once to properly execute. It just came out of us. Yeah, it did. I wish I would have saw us enjoy it, though. We was, well, I was. <laughs> I wasn't here bouncing. I had to channel my big Frida. <laughs> Okay. All right. You already know. <laughs> you already know. Okay. Big Frida. How are you guys today? We good. <laughs> is is Mercury done retrograding these papers or whatever it's doing? It's on the tail end. It's Woo! almost out of here. I can tell because I almost forgot to welcome you motherfuckers to the friend zone, which is your hey. weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell Damn. wants a must brain? And I said, who wants a must brain? And I said, who? do the bounce music again. I said, who wants a mustard brain? I said, I do the bounce, a music again. I said, a who wants a mustard brain? I said, I do the bounce, a music again. I said, a who wants a mustard brain? I said, I do the that is my name. I said, I don't not ever rap the same. I said, I'm not really in this for fame. I said, I'm really just trying to change the game. And so I'm never gonna be a lame. And so I do not walk without a cane. Because I'm a motherfucker and I got the name. And I walk with a backbone all in my lane. See, I do what I gotta do. I do it when I wanna do it. Do it what I show it to it. Do it, then I take it through it. I'm a dog and I'm gonna treat you like you a bone. And everybody know that it's on on the mic. And I, I, and I only want it if they hear it tight. And I got a little shirt on a bike. You like the way my chest sitting right? I quit. Mm. I do, we do it, yo. You know that was a good makeup. What's up? That was a, we do this. See. It's more where it came from, my okay. nigga. We're like a volcano. This is what we do. I'm telling you. In case you. you didn't know, you can book us. You can find <laughs> you us. You know where this to find us. This is the friend us. zone. Y'all know what's up. And we got a secret weapon that we ain't pulled out yet because this really is a Swiss Army knife because uh, my sister, hey, friend, hey, is sitting over here to the left. And them tonsils, baby. <laughs> and them vocal okay. cords over there, baby. Okay. okay. We ain't even scratched that surface. <laughs> so... Got me feeling and like I'm on the voice of my wait, chair. Hold on. In the meantime, you can come see us live in Chicago. You better know about it. On October 14th. I cannot wait to come see y'all Chi-Town. And I need somebody to tell me. You can buy those tickets on thefriendzonelive.com. The Thank you very much. <laughs> I do have a request, though, because I almost fucked up the drop. Sorry, friend. I love you so <laughs> no, much. No, no. <laughs> but I just want y'all to tell me, if you live in Chicago, I kind of want to represent for your city, so I'm going to get a baseball jersey. Please tell me to get Cubs or White Sox. Y'all let me know what's up. Right. Let us know. So if you listen and you're in the Chicago area, tweet me at Look at Dustin and let me know whether I should get a Cubs jersey or a White Sox jersey. The... I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards white socks because I just feel like that black and white is iconic and I can make it sexy. Right? And wear it with more. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, but just all let me know what's up. Go and um, also, DC, we will be in your neck of the woods on December 3rd. That's, that's a Saturday. Right. That's Tickets right, are right. on thefriendzonelive.com. The VIP meet and greet for both cities are sold out, which Denzel. is amazing. Thank you guys First so much for the love. But we still have tickets available, general admission tickets for both cities so definitely come see us we love you guys we want to see your faces come say what up <laughs> so if I, if any of those cities you find me in seattle don't forget to bring me green things <laughs> green things i'm just you know i don't know how much i can say i don't want to make nobody uncomfortable <laughs> so last week <laughs> 
Last week we had what was it? A toast to loyalty. Toast Do it. To loyalty. <laughs> Friends not running, talk to about each other on the blogs. Someone sent me the gif of it and I was dying. So you know, with I, her. you know, I have found the clip on VH1.com oh, and I posted it. <laughs> People were dying. So funny. She really hit her with that clutch though. She like pushed it in between and knocked her head up. Mm. But yeah, last week we discussed toast to loyalty, okay? Just we loyalty did. in general. That's right. Right? And you guys, it actually did really well. You guys had a lot. We had so many comments. The Twitter was buzzing. So I guess it's a... And funny enough, the same day we posted it, Kid Cudi and like a bunch of artists Man. were going through this yes, loyalty issue. So it was so... I'm telling y'all, the collective consciousness when you think you're Travis the only Scott one going here. through something. So we could be like, Travis, so... <laughs> What do you think about this? <laughs> if you Scott. at the end of the day, if Ye says you coming with me, and Kelly says you coming like with this me, is a child. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? He's what going you gonna with do? Rihanna. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Izzy, you're not nice. You're on rude. SoundCloud, <laughs> Izzy Greg Greg Popovich. On SoundCloud. Wait, so said, that's not the Izzy, is it? No, no, not. This oh, is a different sorry, Izzy. Izzy. This is Greg Popovich. This is Izzy as hell, yeah. <laughs> Izzy said, loyalty, I think it can be overrated. I went to jail for an organization that I was trying to be loyal to by not snitching on the other members participating in certain events. I got caught up, held my own, and lived by the hood rules. I got a lot of respect from the members I protected and sticking to the G-code. Needless to say, I got kicked off campus. I currently have a record, and I am no longer part of an organization I once cherished and devoted so much time, energy, and money to. Thankfully, God works wonders, and I've currently finished my undergrad, enrolled in a master's, and I've held two state jobs in a two-year span since this all went down. Lesson Amen. learned, though, life is a selfish endeavor. Help where you can, but don't risk your opportunity trying to create a path for someone else, especially when you didn't want to do it in the first place. Damn! <clears throat> A Especially when you men. didn't want to do it in the first place. See, that's what I think. Where's Candy Burst? It is, though. Like, if you didn't want to do it in the first place, then don't, don't do, do it. it. If intuition. you didn't want to do it, don't <laughs> do it. That's the thing. Don't, don't ignore that, that intuition. Didn't do it. Because so it's that... not always gas. A lot of times you think your <laughs> intuition is gas or something. Like, you just finna had KFC. You'd be like, okay, well, maybe it's a potato wedge. I'm going to go and I go over there. I did have that refill that coke. No. <laughs> so that's the one that stood out to me on SoundCloud because I thought that was very real and can show how when keeping it real goes wrong. Asante, who <laughs> stood out to you? Well, on SoundCloud, I found a very interesting comment. This name I am going to butcher, so definitely bear with me. It seems to read something to the effect of Hong gone, Imerin Nezar. All right. I tried. <laughs> look for it. Thumbs it up if you're going back to look at the comments on that show. Anyway, the comment says, The thing about loyalty is that it doesn't exist in a vacuum. Other things come along for loyalty to exist, like respect, reciprocity, empathy, being considerate, and growth. Preach. I could be missing a few others, but those stick out immediately. Loyalty suffers if those are missing. And I thought about in most situations where those are there and you think about true loyalty, there are these reasons that those things exist. And it was kind of goes back to the lesson of if somebody, you know, deserves the benefit of the doubt, they probably don't need it. 
You know, like you, you're not gonna blame someone you feel like you normally wouldn't do some shit because if they wouldn't do some shit, they just wouldn't do it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very, very interesting when it came to loyalty. That was a big one. Uh, True, <laughs> Sir Dustin. Dustin Ross, what you got going on in the <laughs> corner over there? Hey, all right, all right. Well, y'all know I be in the tweets where the, the real niggas be at. About? So I want to give a shout out to Kodak Black. Her handle is T E E Run the World. Um, and she yeah, sent us job. a really cute video saying that she lives for Wednesdays, and it's a video of her riding in her car listening to the Friend Zone. Hey. See, isn't that, that makes me smile every time. So anytime y'all send Yay. me video clips of y'all listening to the show, it really just it really just picks me up. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, I would also like to give a shout-out to um, A-S-S-H-I-R-E, which is as higher, either as shire. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and just move on to the tweet. And it says, also a word to look Real? at Dustin. If a friend feels you're being disloyal, when you get on, tell them to get over it. Let's go get something to eat. My kind of girl you are. Um, I would also like to give a shout-out to... <laughs> Lost in the Lurk. Lurkington Steel is his name, and he tweeted us. He said, look at Dustin at Friends on Pod. Praise. This is this is the week we get a bounce intro. Well, you got your wish, guys. Well, I tried to hold you wow. down. I seen the tweet. I Manifestation. Tried to... So there you, you got go. your wish. The last tweet that I want to shout out comes from our sister, Crystals, who hey. tweeted me that where she was this weekend, there was free alcohol and fine rich, fine rich people everywhere, and I would have loved it because she was at the Emmys, because she was Emmy-nominated for her stellar work on Drunk History. So yes. I just want to give my friend not only a shout-out for being Emmy-nominated and being the shit overall, also a happy belated birthday. Yes, happy birthday. So Virgo season out here. That's it. And shout-out to Crystal, who was nominated for an Emmy. So, she looked okay. beautiful. Oh, my God. She's fucking Emmy nominated, dog. That picture okay, made the, me so the, happy. The rate's gone up. Come on, <laughs> the, 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 the rate up. just went up. DJ Khaled. Shout out to okay, pull up skirt. Okay, <laughs> shout out to Crystal. You know, used to do all her little bullshit. Still does her bullshit on the side. Calls me a hoe whenever she sees me. I'm coming for you, and I'm coming for that Emmy ass. Okay, with your bad bitch looking ass in that black dress. Okay, who run the world? You do, Crystal's happy birthday. Bitch. We love you. Happy birthday. So speaking of loyalty. And friends. Evelyn Lozada's here. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be the shit. I was going to try to do her accent. Yo, but it tweet wasn't Evelyn Lozada. If you would have done it, I would have passed out. Tweet Evelyn Lozada and that tell her to come like on our mom. show, y'all. Tweet Evelyn Lozada and tell her to come on the friend zone. Yes, I would love for Evelyn Lozada to come on the tweet friend zone. Tweet Evelyn Lozada and tell her to come on the friend zone. Thank you so much, and we can take a picture whenever I and, see y'all. And, and you know what? I would even want to talk to her daughter, Shanice. Like, beautiful. I want to look at her. I don't know about talking. No, I'm just playing. I would love to talk to her. I would love to because I want her mother to come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to talk about the the balls you can hit with loyalty and friendships. I thought you said the balls. I was gonna be like, we playing sports. Different one, different different show. We were gonna talk about. Let's say how do how do I explain this one? When you are loyal to your friends, what if two of your friends? Would I have a falling out? Oh, mom and dad fight. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, is your loyalty petty where you would side? Or maybe that's not fair, calling it petty. That could be judgmental on my part. <laughs> but is it, would you not be fair in, in hearing both sides? 
Would you pick a side? Like, how deep do your loyalties run? And maybe it's not even two friends. Maybe it can be two people you respect, two people in your circle, acquaintances, coworkers. Are you the type to pick a side? Or are you the type to stay neutral and kind of, like, hear both sides and then still be cool with both? Or if someone disrespects your friend, that's the end of that. Which, which one are you? And maybe you have... Um, some situations you could share because your faces. <laughs> no, so um, my my faces actually make. I'm trying to stay in the the segment, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking about <laughs> on basketball wives oh, no. LA. I know I hate to do this to you. No, I don't. <laughs> on basketball wives LA, when Duffy got into it with Tammy. Now Brandy, this, is this season, th- this season, this mm-hmm. season, this uh past episode, past couple episodes. Duffy got into it with Tammy, and Brandy is not friends with Tammy per se. Like they 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 get along, but she's more so Duffy's friend. And so I thought about when they were sitting at the table in this last episode, <clears throat> talking about the altercation. Brandy was uh you know saying, well maybe Tammy was saying certain things, you know, just saying things in defense of Tammy almost. And Duffy is her friend, and Duffy is like, why are you even saying stuff like that? You're my friend. You're supposed to have my corner. You shouldn't even say stuff like that. So when you were painting that out, I thought about that. I thought about. <laughs> How awkward it is sometimes when, you know, two people, you know, do get into it and you want to be fair and how hard that can be because, you know, they're on opposite sides of the fence. They each have a hard stance on what's going on. And you you either depending on what the situation is, you don't want to take a stance on who's right or who's wrong because you may feel like they're both wrong or they're both right or, you know. There just has to be some sort of resolve, but you may not feel like you can offer that to them because I feel like when people get into it sometimes, uh, it's based on how they're going to feel. You can't really tell anybody to get over anything. They're going to have to find the solution before you can like just give it to them. So that was what I was thinking about, <laughs> the, the BBWLA. Okay, hashtag. Because I have um, two of my <laughs> friends are, and they're actually also like influencers, which makes it even harder because... I love their work outside of them being my friends. And sometimes I want to like at the both of them <laughs> mm. or, you know, shout them out or, or post their work and stuff. And one of them, you know, they fell out in a way where like they're not talking at all, but they're dope enough where they didn't bring it to the Internet. So I love that because mm. literally nobody knows that yeah. they're not fucking with each other, which is what adults should do. So they should. um Right. Should. So <laughs> they... Uh, <laughs> shade but yes so they are not dealing with each other and it, it's hard for me because I forget sometimes and I'll like at them and then I'll be like oh <laughs> right and then it's also that feeling of like I don't want either one of them to ever feel like they can't trust me because yeah. I'm still friends with the other and me I don't want them to ever feel worried that there might be like secret conversations about you know because you're always going to be a little insecure if your friend is friends with someone that doesn't like you well you shouldn't be insecure but I'm that might be like natural to feel a bit of a ways about it so you know it just got me thinking feel away feel away young nigga feel away (laughs) I'm not listening to shit you say that's right go ahead friend it just hit me y'all are like jukebox the next train did you see it friend I'll be saying okay he he committed okay clavicle (laughs) but it got me it got me feeling like you know I, I was like man that's such a sucky feeling because it is mature that they didn't 
feel like I should choose choose sides. They've been cool about it, you know, but I still feel like I don't want them to ever think that I would participate in slander on either side. You know what I mean? And, well, and they're I, your friends, so they know you. They know that's not even your character. Right. And that's why you guys have been able to successfully manage, you know, this kind of estrangement, you know, among, that from no the one two knows of them. About. Right. You yeah. guys have all been able to keep it on the low because everybody's kind of still respecting each other within that, I guess, space of kind of disarray. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are still being respectful. You included. Shit, you the friend. So right, yeah. You could easily set it off. You really holding the key. You got the keys, keys, keys. <laughs> okay. You really Major are the one that can set key. it off. And so it, it kind of just depends on, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like you guys have done a great job thus far. And so... Well, have you been in that situation, though, where two of your friends have fallen out? Did you take sides? Or what would make you p- pick a side? Well, okay, so it's like this. Like, I'm a really social person, so I know a lot of people. So I have, like, a lot of friends. And so I have, like, my best friends that I spend, like, a lot of time with. And then I have, like, friends that I see out and I show mad love to. And it doesn't mean that, like, we're not as strong friends. It's more like acquaintances. Yeah. And so, but I say that because a lot of my best friends don't like my regular friends. (laughs) So, like, I've been places with these niggas when, like, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, here he go with this bullshit. Like, and when I'm greeting people and stuff, you know, they always have an attitude, whatever. But... It's not really critical because they're they are like you said acquaintances or whatever. I just feel like I like I feel like it should be the link up, right? Like I know so many people. I have a lot of friends, and I have some really really good friends that we all live in different cities. So I feel like if you guys are like my best friends here in New York, y'all should get in the mix, get to know my other friends, and then if I'm not in another city or something, y'all have somebody to call. Boom, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. All the more reason to stay loyal, like we're talking about. We rock on a level where we are just connected, like we're loyal. We have an understanding. I'm not going to betray you. You right. know what I'm saying? So that being said, let's go ahead and be nice to everybody. Just fucking like meet everybody, network, get cool, make these connections, build these relationships. So I don't really be in that position when I have to choose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now my friends sometimes feel like they have to. If I've been in, the, if I if I have fallen out with someone to the point where we're not speaking, and you know why and shit like that then that's on you to decide what where your conscience sways you. If you feel like somebody was more wrong than the other person and, and it was a, just something, like, just just disgustingly wrong, you know what I mean? Like, grossly wrong. Right. Like a cat, like a yeah, major character Yeah, like, just something like, like you, you robbed me, you know what I'm saying, or something. Mm, bought a boat with my then stuff. Then you make, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Then you make a decision <laughs> like that, you completely disrespected me, you know what I mean, and just, just viciously, savagely disrespected me. Of course, I wouldn't want my friends engaging with you. You know what I mean? But I also would respect my friend. I'm grown enough to look at my friends and be like, well, you can make your decision, but at the same time, I'm still the nigga that operates on that hood code of loyalty. And Asante, why are you talking to this motherfucker? You already know I don't like him. Like, what are you doing? So you will feel the way. And and you, (laughs) now, now, let's have a live test, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. No, yep, you damn right. So Asante, so Asante. If, in fact, you have a fucking physical altercation with somebody or somebody does something to you, like, just completely grossly wrong, what do you think, what kind of position, disposition do you think I'm going to have? Knowing me. 
to be there. I know. I was just thinking, <laughs> or, like, or you're just, probably going to fight them. Am I going to bang with them like that, though? No. Like, am I going to be their friend? No, not no. at all. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So, naturally, but, which this but is what I dropped the ball. But even if they didn't do anything to you, they didn't do nothing to me, but they did something like cut them horrible off. to my friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fuck with you like that. And you know we friends, so I'm not even going to let you disrespect my friend by being all up in my face. Because, see, people will do shit like that. They'll skin and grin up in your True. face. To, 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 to make, antagonize right. your other friend because mm-hmm. they know that you are quote unquote nice or whatever. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll they'll or, or or they'll get you before they think that you found out, or they'll get you before you found out what happened between them and you and your friend. So you just naturally being your nice, honest self because you clueless, you don't even know what happened. And they'll try to play you like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just happens, but I. So at the same time, my point is that I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let nobody disrespect my friend like that. I'm not ever gonna smile up in your face, and I know you can't stand my friend. Now, does that mean I'm gonna jump on you every time I see you? No, we're adults, and I'm grown. And I got shit to lose. I can't be doing all that. I let some shit slide the other night in the club because I felt like I have some things to lose. You know what I'm saying? But. I, at the same time, like, I'm not just going to let you just blatantly be disrespectful and smile and skin and grin in my face to antagonize my friend. That's bullshit. Right. That's y'all, okay. y'all know it. <sighs> I have been in some shit before. I, it won't be the last time I feel like, you know, people I feel like are always destined to have issues. If you're listening, you are destined to have an issue with somebody. And knowing that any and everybody's always going to have some issues, know that your friends are going to have issues with somebody and, and potentially with each other at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when that happens, for me, I think, uh, I think I try. Now, I'm not saying that I do for any of my friends that are listening. I try to, you know, get good one-on-one time in with everybody where I can. You definitely so, do a good job You, you know, I, I really, I really try to make sure that I see everybody, like, on a one-on-one basis. So then if shit does go south, like, you know, we all have our, like, one-on-one relationships. That's why you so do I that? So I can always... No, not just for I that. I thought we just be having fun. Nigga. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> we friends. You ain't going to be my friend. We ain't going to just be having fun at the very least shit. So we having fun and added bonus shit. You got somebody to talk shit with about, you know, any and everything. So if you fall out, if you two fell out, it would break my heart. But at the same time, I think that y'all know how I am. So I, y'all would not feel comfortable talking about each other to me. Like, right. that's that's how I am. Like, if, if two of my friends fall out. They know I don't even really like to, like, oh, well, like, if you, if friend, yeah, right. If friend were you to come over my house and be like, Dustin, it's been on this bullshit, da da, da. <laughs> I would really just be sitting there like, okay, well, I have to go to work soon. Right, you sure you would. Know. You wouldn't even respond <laughs> to my text. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I really don't like to be in You're the middle of shit. Person. I don't even like to be in the middle of my own shit. So when other people have stuff, especially if I feel like it's something that I think they could potentially resolve, I will try to say on the side, I'll try to be like, you know, I hate that this is happening, but, you know, for you, this might help you get closure if you do this. Or, you know, this might have, this might have factored into some other shit. I just also think that this, that it, there's a fact, there's a dynamic here of you knowing your friends too, Right. You know for a certainty that if I found out that which I can't even believe we're saying it's I like, know that's all so, like <laughs> it almost feels unnatural, but like if I found out that you were sitting up talking about me, friends, right, right, that's friend, what I like. You know that I would be like, just my feelings would be hurt. Right. I just believe that just like I know you know. It's certain places and spaces I would not even put myself in mm-hmm. because it would be it would subject me to like 
something negative with you as my friend. Like, I wouldn't even go there. So I don't ever really worry about that. You right. know what I'm saying? Because I feel like my friends know me. You know me. I feel like b- before you make certain decisions, I feel like if me and you had an issue amongst ourselves, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like you and people outside of us, I, f- I just feel like you know me well enough and I know you well enough. I don't worry about like that. Right. And I also know <laughs> that like energy friend hey. is transferable and shit and so <laughs> i don't go into my my friend like my dogs my best friends you know gary like my like my friends you know what i'm saying yeah. we don't it's not it's no negative energy look at you and maya look at you and francesca mm-hmm. look at you and your friends like it's you don't even get a negative energy vibe right so when i have had that that's how i've known that that person is not my friend you I know, know what that is so what true. Feels like and people don't believe me, but me and Maya and, and Cheska, we do not gossip. Yeah, like I know with black women, there's people that are probably like, yeah, right, <laughs> but we really don't. We're too busy making moves. Yeah. So when we I talk, I thought you was about to say making money. I was finna. Well, get I mean, up same thing. <laughs> dabbing like that's Fred is letting their ass have it tonight. You no, couldn't but read it's true. We Ooh. we are too busy. So when we talk, we're swapping ideas. We're swapping chess moves. We're hitting each other with, yo, I got this opportunity. Yo, come, you know, can you come do this? Because I can't do this. Like, that's what we talk about. And if we gossip, it's about our own shit. Like, making fun of ourselves. Like, girl, look at this stupid situation I got myself into. Which usually, Yeah, which usually has to do with family or even business, you know. But we don't, like, like Dustin said, when you bring in that negative energy of talking about others, first of all, anyone who will sit up and gossip with you is most likely gossiping about you Every, half the time. Because that's just a, an energy they're comfortable with. And so I don't participate and I really appreciate that my friends don't either because it's natural. It's like we don't, we just don't let that in. So I never have to worry about them because if you're not talking about me, if you're not talking to me about someone else, then I'm not worried about what you're saying to someone else. You know what I mean? It's just nice and calm and I love that feeling just not letting that Trojan horse <laughs> into my life Kelly I'll Price. tell you something else my bad because you was about to talk about big ass Kelly Price go ahead Kelly Price once asked why it's an impression not blessings oh <laughs> why, why'd you do me wrong oh, oh. you be persecute the week I mean I'm just saying because you make me strong I'm just saying there was some some gems right there <laughs> no it's true it's we, really important we're our friends we're on the ultralight beam <laughs> Because I know that you'll make everything all right. <laughs> I'm telling you. Woo! I'm telling you. That is one of, I'm telling you. Okay. Pause for the call. <laughs> I hate to do this forever, but you know I'm going to come right back. I was just fucking them girls. I was going to get right back, like Jay-Z said. Okay, so the worst part, too, is one time I did side, and this is where I learned my lesson. Right. I had two friends that that you know, had an altercation, not even a physical one, just like a verbal one. And I sided with one of them because I felt that it was a a huge disrespect what the other one had done and I couldn't get over it just on some human shit. And I was like, I can't even really be her friend after this, like the fact that she would even do something like that. So I sided with the friend that I thought, you know, after I spoke to them both and got both sides, because obviously if you're not there, you can't really judge. Who was lying, friend? Right. (laughs) But I ended up siding with the one that I felt, you know, made the most sense out of the situation. And then, you know what happened? You was wrong. No, years later, <laughs> they patched it up. Oh, damn. So that's why I'm like. Not a friendless. And now they're, right. I mean, the one that you didn't. And because I'm stubborn. still ain't talking to you. 
And because I'm stubborn, you know, and that girl's stubborn too, that's a lost friendship. But they're like cool now. And so that was a big lesson for me too. You know, and even the fact that my homegirl that did get back to being cool with her was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like we patched it up. I was like, Damn. great. So but that was important for me. I couldn't even blame either one of them for that situation because I was like they had the right to patch things up. You know, it was their conflict to begin with. It was right. my ass for getting involved. Well, you don't have to feel bad because you still, even though they're back cool today, you still don't like what she did. Right. It's so, still, like, yeah, I mean, it was still mean? problematic. And honestly, things like that will come out at some point. And, you know, like, that's the beauty of it. It could have been a weed that I just was able to knock out early. But it still just also just made me feel <laughs> a way. <laughs> it made me feel a way, you know, where I was just like, damn, it's weird how loyalty, like the the homeboy said on SoundCloud, you know, loyalty can really have you with some egg on your face Man. sometimes. I mean, it can, but at the same time, I'm sorry, y'all, and I'm so far from where I have been. <laughs> I don't look like what I have been through. <laughs> like, for real, I done been through some bullshit, and I have, I have really, really progressed as a person. I make much wiser decisions now and shit, but I just still... I just still feel I just still feel like you're just supposed to hold it down at the end of the day. I do. I feel like God damn it, you gon' you if it's me and them, I just feel like you're supposed to be my friend. And now but that but because I feel like that, I know that, you know, like um but we shout all to, secretly shout out to feel that way. Because she said, you know, with great, with the great, what did she say? Power comes a great light deal. I'm about to lock your light, knock your lights out. <laughs> but, but you, I know that you know a lot of responsibility comes along with that expectation. Ooh, Patty. So because of that, I make sure that I am like, just you know, definitively loyal with my friends. You know for a fact, friend, I do. I'm not gonna tell your secrets. I'm not gonna fall out with you and air your dirty laundry. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a protect you, and I can. You know that. Mm -hmm. My friends know that, nigga. You know, like y'all know. You know. There's no question. And so I feel like that's not me doing that because I expect it from you. But I do understand that the humane element of us, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> will make you feel like I know he would. So I'm gonna hold him down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there is a little bit of devastation there if somebody doesn't. But there's also a thank you, God. Shout out to when Teresa. They do. And guys, <laughs> so that I understand, like, I, when people disappoint me and let me down, I recognize the benefit and the blessing in that because I didn't have to do any work to figure out who mm. they really were. Mm. They showed me themselves mm. and I was able to release them. You know what I'm saying? So even though it Preach. hurts and it sucks and you miss and the, the good moments, that happens. <laughs> that's the, that's Sidebar, because you know I keep y'all updated on my life, right? So I had fell out with somebody that I was really close to who was the same person from the story I told at the beginning of the oh, podcast. Oh, yes. So we had a hiccup. You know, it was major. But we mended fences. Yeah. So I can speak to, okay? Very nice. <laughs> I can speak to coming back together when it's just a real connection and when... You have to figure out how to work through a problem. That was new for me because earlier in my life... And that's a beautiful thing, honestly, and you should always be open to that. I well, think. I've never had 
I, I've had friends for a long time that I've never had fallouts with. Right. Mm-hmm. So so at this old ass age in my life, you know what I'm saying? I'm bald now by choice, but because <laughs> I'm not going out like that. So I was like, let me just take control and shave my head. <laughs> oh, but at this old ass stage in my life, I can't believe that I've had to experience fallouts with my friends. Mm-hmm. Shit that I had never even thought because my niggas that I didn't have have been my niggas from like day one. And some of them were the very niggas who ended up falling by the wayside so what i'm learning is that everything i thought i had completely figured out about like my views and perspectives i have to be kind of flexible with that right so i say that to say that my view of loyalty even though there is that part of me that still feels like but you was my friend bitch you know right. what I'm saying? even though that part of me is there i do understand that things change and sometimes you have to just meet people where they are and also recognize and i know i'm talking a lot but fuck that no, that's why it's we not. Always no, it's, it's important. Good. I also recognize that you also have to recognize where people are. Like, like when you, when you fall out, yes, you can blame the person, but sometimes it makes it easier for you to process all of this when you recognize why they kind of arrived at that place to make that bad decision. Right. And so when you do that work, it's not really for them. It's kind of for you. And who knows, maybe you trying to understand will lead to you getting back together as friends I don't know mm. true but I just know I say all that to say that loyalty there has to be a, a component of like flexibility there right are you guys still open to making new friends yes at this age yes absolutely some yeah. of the best friends I have are new for, yes. for a while I actually did say no but back to something that Dustin said that really spoke to me I didn't really start having fallen outs with people until I moved to New York. And maybe really? I'm, yeah. You mean people from back home? Uh, just or like, New York just people? Just like friends in general. Like, I didn't really have problems with my friends back home in Atlanta, like, just being there. And then when I moved to New York, um, just, like, building a whole new life, new friends, being an adult now. Uh, I would argue with people, and we would fall out and have weird shit, and we'd have to have sit-downs and shit. Like, almost <laughs> like how they do on TV. Right. Like, I'm sitting down with people talking about, like, well, you said this, and that's why I said this, and that's why we hated each other. And it's like, damn. Like, and we just resolved that shit. But it really took that happening in my adult life. It's like learning problem solving as an adult. Like, you realize you have problems with people sometimes, and you can actually come back better. You know, I, I learned from some people where I've crossed boundaries and lines from falling outs. And they've learned the same from me. And so they know me better. They would know, like, okay, so this is how I deal with him. But, like, not even in a, a babying kind of way, just dealing with people. You know, you st- sometimes you you on the train and you bump into someone. You look back, you say sorry. Either they, you know, fine, don't give a fuck, or they mad about it, you That's know? you go, I ain't sorry. <laughs> hell <laughs> no. Nigga, hell no. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I thought that, that was really, really crazy in my adult life that I had to, like, get into with people to really see the beauty of, like, growing from that. Because... Coming from Atlanta, arguing with people, I'm like, I don't want to argue with you. We don't got time for that shit. We don't even got to be friends. But, like, to argue with somebody and then sit down and come back from that shit, it's just almost like a whole new experience. It's like a, a new uh, breath being breathed into a friendship. True. For me, it's been because I'm a, I'm one of those people that I, I'll harbor my resentments and feelings. Like, mm-hmm. if you do something bad, well, I just won't say you. it. <laughs> but what I'm learning, especially with my close friends, like you guys and Maya and Claude and just people that, like, I love to death, anything that kicks up in me, I'll just talk to you about it immediately. Yeah. Like, it's something that I've been working really hard at because it is not easy for me when things kick up. My reflex is to become a snail and just, like, close off, 
deal with it. Like, you know, some you people. You think you me. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm the shutdown queen. I'm not as bad because you won't notice. Before, you'd notice. Like, I'd shut down. You'd see it in my physical. Like, oh, shit, she's pissed. But now, you won't even notice because I process it quickly. But now, what I'm learning is don't just process it, but also say it. You know, like, talk about it. Tell the person, yo, this thing that you did pissed me off because your real friend isn't going to be annoyed by it. They're going to figure out a way to fix it and be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't even know that that bothered you. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone that that tries to make you feel bad for feeling a way is probably not really your homie. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? If they're not even trying to meet you halfway for the things that affect you. So I'm learning to do that and be more vocal about things that bother me. But with people I'm not friends with, not like that that are acquaintances, I'm not very good at that. I still have the off switch where <laughs> yeah, like where you trigger me or a red flag kicks up and I'm already like yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm cool off you because I already have my friends. Yeah. And I know that feel, that might sound weird, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that I'm looking for new friends or even open to it. I think I'm open to working with people. I love people. Right. I love people. If I have something that could help you, like we talked last time, if I have something that can help you on your path, maybe we can work together. Um you know, maybe I can link you with people. You can link me, you know, because we are creatives a lot of the times, especially in New York. That I'm totally always open to. But like friends, friends where like, you know, my life, you come and meet my mom. And mm. I don't I don't know if I'm there anymore. And I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I just haven't really been as open to it. Because a lot of people have a lot of people will view you as chess moves. At a certain point in your life, yep. true, true, true. you have you to know? be very discerning. And my discernment yeah. is—I don't think my discernment is as strong as it should be because I have the tendency to think the best of everyone and then allow them to prove me otherwise, and that's not always smart. That's interesting to me because, as your friend, I definitely think that you are open to to recognize the two immediately and initially recognizing all the positive things. Yeah. But I think that there's a point in that process where you definitely take note of the negative. And I think that you just make a decision to overlook it or or to right. to file it away per se. Right. But right. I don't think by any means that you're um just just recognizing only the good in people and, and gullible in any way. Right. I think you're I think you are so discerning <laughs> that you're able to file it as such and only recognize the positive parts of people. Right. And I love and that let about them be. you. Yeah, but don't sleep. Shit. Well, that's friend, the you part. know what you peep. You know what the fuck you see. You know how right. people are, friend. Right. And you can hear me in your ear. <laughs> and every fucking time, friend, I want you to think like Dustin would have clocked that and said, I don't know, friend. I don't know. <laughs> that's what it started talking through his teeth. If you ever think I would have started talking through my friend, I don't know. I don't know about that's this the thing, because I don't want to be like a distrustful adult, because that's really no way to live. But yeah. you also have to be wise and the people that you let in. Not the potato chips. <laughs> See? <laughs> and I... that's something I'm still working with right now, honestly. So I'm figuring out how to be how to be just a, a more discerning person, but still meeting people where they're at and not being judgmental. Just because you rub me the wrong way doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means true, that true. we might not click. And true. that's and that is no fine. <laughs> Keep your hands off me. Right. You so, you know, the these way. are like little layers about myself that I'm figuring out and also distinguishing because I am a distrustful person at times. How do I know when it's just me being distrustful or if it's me, if my intuition kicking up that this is just not someone that should be 
near me. You know, like mm. hard to discern, distinguish. So I'm learning those things at this point. You're more vulnerable to that when you're dealing with people that you're dating. When it's just like friends True. or platonic relationships, I think you see the bullshit coming a mile away and block it. <laughs> right. I think, but like if when you're dating, that's when you'd be like, well. You kind of like uh, overlook uh, it and uh, for a couple months to, yeah. and then a couple more months, <laughs> two years in, you're like, fuck. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I think that I have a hard time discerning as well, but I try to deal with, I just try to like get to know as many people as I can. Um, a while ago, not, not even a while ago, maybe a month ago, I was just telling Fury, I, I don't really want no more friends. I got <laughs> enough and I got enough to deal with. Right. You know, I, I, don't really, I, have. I don't even do the group text with y'all. I don't need no new friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then I thought to myself, I always like meeting people, I always like connecting. I always like, you know, picking people's brains. I'd never know who's got to offer what. And True. not even just as far as what they can do for me, but like just that that energy exchange, right, you know. You got to pick these holes apart. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just you just have to be open to certain things. And for me, I was struggling a long time with doing that because I was closed off um, relationship wise. I was closed off with wanting to be with somebody in a, in a regular sense. So I had to really from the foundation build up having platonic relationships and wanting to seek that out. And really wanted to just get to know people and what they're about and trust that people have their they have my best interests to offer as well as me offering um, theirs. Right. Like it's just really that give and take and really having to know that someone's going to do good by you just because you're simply good. Right. And I think it's hard to it's hard to come by that sometimes when you're thinking, all right, I'm not really doing this. Or you see that one little thing that you ain't trying to overlook. Because I know sometimes you're going to hear dust in your head before <laughs> the person b- before even you even see it. Yeah, and then you're going to see it and be like, all right, Dustin was fucking right. I didn't even hear him. Like, I didn't even look. So Right. But, you know, you just got to meet as many people as you can, <laughs> but don't take them all in. Why are you gyrating right. when you say that? <laughs> meet as many people as you can. I wish there was a camera here to make some gifts out of what's going on. But I think it is interesting how it doesn't really matter what age you're at. You know, whether it's high school, middle school, or in your 30s like me, like you're always still discerning and still figuring out how you relate to people and how you receive people, how people receive you and trust and all these layers. So I think it's really interesting. It just kind of never stops. Never stops. Right? It just keeps going. So what advice, the takeaway, what advice, because we kind of veered off. We went from loyalty, loyalty. loyalty to friends to no new friends or new friends trust but <laughs> what what um advice do you have for let's i mean it's two sides what advice do you have for people whose friends might be fighting and they don't really know whether they should pick sides or if it makes them look bad for not picking sides and then at this age new friends or no new friends what's okay, the takeaway so i think you need to mind your business first of all so <laughs> if it ain't your fight you ain't got no dog in it mm-hmm. if you ain't got spider fido you know what i'm saying in the fight then shut your mouth <laughs> and you know just be there for both your friends and and be a real if you are concentrating on being a real friend to somebody you don't even think about picking sides because what you're doing is trying to build both of your friends up to a such a positive place and such a place of positivity that they're willing to fucking reconcile with each other. Aww, so you're not like even that. thinking about, That's you know, sweet. contributing to the bullshit. So maybe, God damn it, if you always smelling something, then maybe you stinking. <laughs> maybe it's you, right? What, is, what if it's happening to you? What if you're the friend that's hoping your other friend sides with you? Then you need to get your shit together because that's your problem and not theirs. And how dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Beast. Um, now, right. But I think that when it comes to no new friends, I think that 
you miss your opportunity and your blessing when you have that philosophy. I think that people complain so often about not being able to find a partner in life or not being able to find a man or a woman or a love or whatever or find, you know, I can't make the connections I need to have. And you be the main one on Instagram talking about, no, no, friends, holding up some <laughs> Sutter so home true. Moscato. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like people need to be more open to new acquaintances. They need to be more open to embracing and, and networking and talking to people and shit. And you'll fuck around and find your wife or your husband that way. Aww. You never know. So you the fool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not you or y'all. But no, you know, yeah. The no, person, no. damn it. What about <laughs> That's you? the takeaway in addition to the gold and platinum chain. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, if you have to take sides, don't take sides. <laughs> just don't do it. Just be Germany. Let everybody be mad. Let everybody talk and just be like, uh-huh, okay. And I, they're either going to figure it out or they're not. Don't get involved. Just let let it run its course. However, if you do feel like someone is right or wrong, it is your prerogative to get involved. But I am telling you not to. But if you feel like you got a good case, you can turn it around. Feel free. But I told you not to. Now, uh, what's the other question? No new friends. No new friends. What say you? I what say, say I you? say yes to new friends. Um, you know, especially living in a city such as New York, you just never know. What's going to happen? There should happen every day of the week. You know, sometimes your friends, they don't want to go with you to the movie. So you can just call up one of your other friends and do some other shit. Or sometimes your friends don't share, like, work interests with you. So if you have, you know, a circle of work friends or, like, you know, I say just leave yourself open for whatever um, category you might feel like you're lacking in. You might be lacking some sort of uh, communication of somebody else in. So if you feel like... You know, you just don't have friends to hang out with outside of work. You know, get you some new friends. If you feel like you have friends at work or you need to get work stuff done and you want to talk to other people about get you it, a new job. get you some work friends or, or a new job shit. So I think that, you know, yes to new friends. Okay, that's New York. What if they live in Des Moines? I don't know anything about Des Moines, so I don't really know what to tell you. I don't know the lay of the land. I don't know bars. I don't know drug uh, drug laws. I don't know what to tell you out there. What if they live in Austell? Austell, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! You know I went to school out there. If you went, if you went, uh, get a job at one of the studios out there, up and coming or something. Get you some friends at the studio. Someone's always rolling through with weed or food at the studio. Um, <laughs> I mean, shit. That's all I can. Austell. I can tell you what to do in Austell, but not on the show. Actually. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I just thought about that. Okay, shout friend, out to my best friend. friend. Hey, dot com. Shout out. Um, what is what say you? I mean, I definitely agree that you should be open to friends. I just I am working through that because I know that it's a problem that I have. Um, and honestly, I shouldn't even say it's a problem that that's already putting a burden on it. I've made like because even Maya and Cheska, technically, I've just became their friend in the past five years, and they've I'm closer to them than a lot of people that have been mm-hmm. in my life. For like 20 years, right. you know? You're yeah. back in the day, hoes. Always be the ones <laughs> fucking up. Go ahead, <laughs> So, you know, I'm definitely, I definitely see the beauty and the benefit. But for people like me who, you know, um, and one thing you will start to see, I think that becomes harder is when you have a brand and you're working and you're like working with different companies and, you know, and different people with brands and and becoming viewed as successful things start changing with how people approach you so I think that's why I'm starting to kind of gain my bearings on how I work through those changes because they always say it's not you that changes it's the people around you and how they view you so I think that's where I'm at where I'm just trying to figure out like (laughs) 
<laughs> how do I get through this? We can't talk about this without saying how popping you are. So no, obviously stop. your situation is going to be a little bit different when it <laughs> no, comes to, but you know, all of us. Selection. But that's all of us. Oh, yeah. You know, like all of us are going to be going in through our changes stages. in our careers. Absolutely, yeah. And the changes you go through, the people around you will go through changes as well. So I'm working through that. But I do think that new friends... Yes, you should be open to it. And I'm going to figure out how we're going to work through it and make it a wellness segment one day. <laughs> Maybe. Shout out to the homework, which is going to be listening to Changes I've Been Going Through by Mary J. Blige, the one and only queen, off of her What's the 411 album. Just because you said something about people going through changes and immediately my mind went into Mary J. Mode. Go ahead, Asante. <laughs> I was going to say Jay-Z and Pharrell change clothes. All right, but that's it for me. Um, like I said, it's just me being honest about still figuring that part out. But... Yeah, new friends. And if you have beef, um, if you have beef, I got to say that I agree with the guy. Stay away. <laughs> Stay away from Become it. Become a vegetarian. Yeah, as, you know, see both sides. And the only time I think you should side with one of them is if what the other person did is just, like, really awful. Where, like, regardless of who they did it to. Okay, but what if it's family? What do you mean? You said, like, the only time you side up is if the other person did something really awful. What if the other person that did something really awful was family? Then that's the time you especially <laughs> should show up and be vocal about them being wrong. Because that's really when it matters is true. when it's family. You all are bound for life. True, and true, so true. It's, uh, that's, that's when it is most important to hold people to task and hold them accountable. Because those are the relationships that ultimately kind of end up defining how you engage and interact with other people. We've all sat here for months and talked about how we've been affected by things that we saw firsthand in our families. Yeah. So when you're in family to anybody who, if you're listening, whoa. <laughs> that was Jimmy E. World, the sweetness. But to everybody that's listening, if you are in, that person in the family, take a side, okay? And take it with both hands. Take it. <laughs> I like that. Like, stand up and be noticed and speak like like Suge gave me in the color purple because you need to be vocal so that whoever the other family member is can get the proper messaging and understand that the, the, the impact of their actions is that big and it's that important that these people are like, yo, you're wrong, dog. Right. And I say, what you know, what if it's family? Because in situations like that, sometimes they might be so wrong, but they might be just like, no, I'm right. Like that's and that, that might be the fallout. You might be telling them like, no, you wrong in this situation. But they be like, no, then you just on a side. So it's like you just chose a side and you didn't even try to. <laughs> You know, it's fucked up. <laughs> but that's what happens if you get involved. Just want to let y'all know that. Right? Added stress. Boop. Well, hopefully we helped you guys figure some things out while we're figuring it out ourselves. Okay, so this week's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Mod Cloth. Now, if you don't know, you're about to know. Mm. Mod Cloth is the fun and friendly spot for style and decor that is just as expressive and unique as you are, which means a whole lot of cool stuff. Inspired by feedback from their dedicated community, Mod Cloth's exclusive line of apparel is available in a full range of sizes because they, like me, like I told you last week, believe that fashion is for everybody and everybody. So you'll find anything except ordinary dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, bridal stuff, outwear, home decor, everything. Bold colors, statement prints, designs. I'm talking like range, people. Change. I'm talking change. Can't you see? <laughs> change, change, change. 
make sure you use their free med, their free mod stylist service, which would basically be like your own personal stylist, which all of you want because everybody wants to feel great and just grand sometimes. So use that on ModCloth. Go to ModCloth.com, enter promo code FRIEND at checkout, and you get $20 off of an order of 100 bucks or more. So that's 20% off anything. Oh, well, no, it's not, but it's $20 off of an order of $100 or more. So go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com promo code friend and you'll get twenty dollars off of your order of a hundred dollars or more make every day extraordinary with mod cloth we'd also like to thank audible i'm so excited about this for sponsoring this week's episode of the friend zone listen Mm -hmm. we're grown we're busy so scheduling a time to put into a book that you've been dying to read can be kind of hard but Mm -hmm. thankfully audible has a great solution to that problem get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while on the go while you're on the treadmill at the gym while you're on the subway or even driving on your way to work while you're cooking dinner anytime audible.com has audiobooks from the leading audiobook publishers broadcasters entertainers magazine and newspaper publishers and business information providers the app is free and works on all apple and android devices and unlike a streaming or rental service with audible you own your books so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone and with the great listen guarantee if you decide you don't like the book you chose no worries you can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime no questions asked you know on this show we're all about mental health and wellness so make sure you check out all of Osho's books (laughs) you know I had to throw that one in there available on Audible Trust you'll thank us later and just for our listeners Audible is offering a free 30-day trial membership go to audible.com slash friend today to start your free trial again show your support for the friend zone and get a 30-day trial from Audible by going to audible.com forward slash friend enjoy so let's jump into this week's wellness segment i'm over here looking at dustin he's not (laughs) i'm with it (laughs) well 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 (laughs) so i'll make it short and sweet because we went on and on with that hot button issue and i want to make sure we get to the other segments too But I wanted to talk to you guys about your circadian rhythm with your body, which is the system that basically tells you to go to sleep. It's your clock. It's your internal clock. The circadian rhythm. I thought you said something else. I don't know. Go ahead. It's your it's your internal clock. Okay. Yeah, that basically lets your body know when it's time to wake up and when it's time to go to sleep. But because we tend to be in front of a lot of artificial light, like our phones, light bulbs, because um, usually your body would would um, align itself with nature. So mm. when you wake up. The roosters, obviously, that's not happening in the city, but the hood rats. Ba- <laughs> the hood rats right. Right. It's birds. It's, okay, the pigeons. The train. They just sing McKnight. <laughs> okay. But you know, back back in the day before that, you know, you would have you would wake up with the sun and you would go to sleep when the sun goes down, and that's how your body kind of knew. That was how your body was aligned, your your rhythm. But with all of this technology and electricity, things get a little bit harder. And people are like, oh, I can't sleep. If you notice, people will be up 3, 4 in the morning mm-hmm. online complaining about sleep. But they don't realize that they're contributing to that 
uh, circadian rhythm being off because of the blue light and wavelength, that artificialness that is hitting your eyeball and stressing you that also causes a ton of illnesses that I really want you guys to look up yourself and do the research of how blue light affects your body when it stresses you and makes you stay up. They say you should not look at a computer or your phone at least two hours before mm. you go to sleep. And I know that oh, that... Oh, please. No, listen. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. Two and I, hours. But hear me out. I knew you guys were going to react that way. And I know everyone listening so my was going to react that way. Because it's honestly, at this point in the game with this digital age, that's a lot to ask mm-hmm. for. To tell people to not be in front of something two hours before bed. So because I knew it wasn't realistic, I was like, what research can I find? And there is, first of all, I bet you a lot of you didn't know that your phone if you go into settings you know where you change the brightness the little orange button there's a new feature now called night mode I'm an old lady you ain't telling me nothing and it it takes off the blue light of your phone the brightness so instead of just moving the little dot of your brightness to bright or not bright there's a section right underneath underneath it called night mode and you can set a schedule a time schedule and it will take the blueness out of your phone and give it a warmer color now when you first do it you're gonna be like this looks ugly because your phone kind of turns yellowish but that is going to be such a relief Mm -hmm. for your eyes at night and i guarantee that it will help improve your ability to sleep as well as just your eye strength and just all like I said research the ailments that this blue lighting causes and for those of you who would want more than that they also have an app called I don't know if it's flux f-l-u-x or f.lux because it's written both ways so I'm not sure how the app developers (laughs) wanted it to be said but definitely look that up f.lux or flux And it's an amazing app that you can download on your computer, on your laptop, on your cell phone, basically all your electronics. And it will create that warm. It um, is aligned with nature, the app itself. Mm. Wait a minute. It reminds on like a clock or something. Yes. mm, It's aligned with your circadian rhythm. So... You'll be working. You'll be you'll be working on the computer and won't even realize that it slowly will begin to take off the blue wavelength. Mm, so it's putting me to sleep. Well, mm. it's helping you, your body know your melatonin, which is the hormone that's like sleep time, sleep time. I thought that was what made you look black. What that is your melatonin. Your melanin. melanin. Oh shit! Go ahead, Fred. <laughs> so you know people take melatonin pills usually, but then they end up abusing it. I mean that's a whole other thing, but. Yeah. Right, because you have to take certain doses. But your body, that's the the hormone that tells your body it's time to sleep. So what the app does is that it slowly starts taking the blue wavelengths off of the computer screen. And before you know it, it's, it's getting dimmer. But it's all so that your body knows, okay, I need to start preparing to go to sleep. Mm. And it's just really helpful. So if you are not going to do the two hours... Uh, of no technology before yes, bed the yes. least you can do is take the blue wavelength out of your face so that your circadian rhythm can start to go back to normal you know that uh night shift mode thing on your iphone all you gotta do is swipe up and hit it now like i have been in the club doing that like yeah this it's really and bright. even twitter you know twitter has a night mode mm-hmm. um I, if you I have just, the twitter i think it's the the main app what is it called what not the twitter app yeah like the the 
main one. I guess it's just well, like, um, like Twitter for iPhone. Twitter for iPhones. Thank you. That that yeah. was pretty clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have the Twitter for iPhone, if you go into the settings, there's a night mode that will actually turn your screen black and the words white, which is cool. I thought that your circadian rhythm was like your score in like a hula hoop contest. <laughs> Ain't that what that is, friend? No. No. These niggas been lying to me all my life. I could have swore your circadian rhythm was your score. Your circadian score rhythm is in charge contest. of a lot That's of crazy. physiological changes in your body, but the main one being your internal clock. So, so like when you dilate, when you're having a baby and they be like, I'm dilated. That's your circadian rhythm, right? <laughs> Yeah, when you talk about the uh, the contractions and stuff, how they like timing your circadian rhythm. Right, Brax Hickson, the Tamar Braxton contract, uh, contra- uh, contra- mm-hmm. the contractions, yeah. the contractions. Oh my god, you guys, I can't, I can't. Someone's gonna turn that into an app, a pregnancy we app. Tracy Braxton should come. Tracy Braxton should come with some emojis for contractions, values. like when she's describing the pain, like Tracy Braxton. Ooh. Asante is giving me all right now. All right now. But that's just something I wanted you guys to check out. Like I said, check out the night mode on your Twitter app. Check out night mode on your settings on your iPhone, and then check out the the. I actually have the website here. The website is justgetflux.com. And that's the website. So you can download it on your desktop and your laptop from there. Then, of course, you can check it out on the App Store. So that's it for this week's wellness segment. I hope that helps you in some way with your sleep problems. And just your, like I said, look it up to see the other ailments that the blue light causes because it's actually a really big problem. But... Hopefully that helps you feel better. And that bright ass light in your eyes. Don't nobody like that. And it, I mean, and it causes a lot like, of Ooh. issues like depression. It even affects your blood. I mean, listen, it has a lot of issues. It Damn. affects the people are not making the connection and they're just always in front of their phones. That's what I'm saying. Instead of me listing off all the things it can cause for your body, I'd rather you do the research and see it yourself so that you can be like, holy shit. I need to be more attentive about this blue wavelength in my face all the time. So that's it. Now we move on to our TV recap, sir, Dustin. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, TV oh, yeah. TV recap. Let's talk about if y'all niggas set your DVR or not, right? If you set your DVR. Like to the tune of Choosy Lovers. <clears throat> TV recap. I hope if you, you set, set your DVRs. DVR. Don't want to miss no shows, but you gotta go. Gotta go. So if you're not gonna be home, make sure your DVR stays home. Wow, it's like a sound like a real team song. Right. He felt that. <laughs> you know, okay. TV recap. We Word up. All so right, this week, let's do it fast. Y'all know how we like it. Y'all might like it slow other times, but damn it, you're going to get like it fast Sammy. and straight to the I like point. The right. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Basketball Wives LA. Let's start off with that. And Jackie's old crazy-ass lying. Wacky Jackie. About why she ran oh, over that girl. Bull, that was that? that girl. That's what I called her. Oh. It, that has to be somewhere. That, I can't have made that up. Wacky, wacky Jackie. Jackie. Well, we know we've seen Tacky Jackie. We but, have seen Tacky you know, Jackie. Wacky Jackie. We didn't seen her, too. We saw her last week when she bulldozed that young <laughs> woman on that carpet like that. Ran her ran, over. Ran down on the plug twice last week. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, with that dress on like she ran into the Ritz Carlton. 
than Jackie Christie. <laughs> no. Jackie Christie kind of look like pies a little bit in the face, no. too, if you look at it. Just a little they bit. do look related. They do kind of look like they could be kin. No. Right? But so Jackie's I'm having crazy. lunch with my cousin Plies. Right. Like, so I'm, I'm having lunch with my cousin Plies. I want to know, you are a rapper. I've got a production studio. We need to make this happen. <laughs> you know how she talks. She'd be so excited. Anyway, so Jackie Christie is an old-ass liar. Tammy is too old to be doing what she's doing, but she did make me laugh this week when she, and you know me and Tammy, we have not seen eye to eye since the real world LA second real world back in 92. I thought you was going to say an episode. No, you no. know, when she came on basketball, I immediately, I was hitting her, I was looking like Sky Jackson when she walked on basketball jives, but in basketball, yeah, it is basketball jives, ain't it? Jives! Anyway, so. The jokes um, write themselves. So Tammy, when she was cussing Duffy out, she told Duffy, mm-hmm, buy Peacock, and that, like, literally, that when I said it, took me to the floor. Like, I can't believe she told her, buy Peacock. Those are the moments on reality TV. When it's not all that. They, you think you have to have this vulgar you know, mouth. It's and I, you know, I cuss, But, like, no. It's, the, it's just those simple moments that just come from the heart. <laughs> You know, wherever. But that was hilarious. So, sick of that. Duffy's useless. Angel Brinks went off on Tammy. I mean, went off on Jackie Christie. But you just kind of don't take her seriously. It was just like how when Sean Kingston was going off in the news this week about the game. and making it, To me, him going off and Angel Brinks going off, it was the same thing. Like, they just making noise. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody really care. Um, Angel Love has been humbled. The Jackie Christie train rolled over, steam rolled over her like the like the motherfucking Hogwarts Express. And Angel Love has been humbled. She's made nice with Malaysia and Brandy, so it's just husband. It's just it's just funny though, rather. And I'm not taking that out. Leave it in the damn show because sometimes you feel like you're by yourself. Okay, <laughs> but. <laughs> at Asante. But they were awful. So next week, will Jackie Christie grow up? Will Tammy Roman get her shit together and comb her hair? Will Tammy's daughter actually make this music video? Will the song do anything? Will Malaysia continue to slay? Will Brandy continue to slay as well? Will Duffy continue to get on our nerves? Find out next week. Will Angel Love Find out next week on Basketball Wise LA on Sunday night. Now, speaking of Basketball Wise, we got two bonuses. Evelyn Lozada was on, actually, VH1 Live this week, and she definitely said that um, she was asked the question, which one of the Basketball Wise current, past, present, future will you have at your wedding? She said, that's a very easy question for me to answer. None of them except Shawnee. Mm. See, when you have your reality TV vets that know when and where to plug and play, they do it so well. Shout out sideways to Kim Zolciak, who was on Watch What Happens Live. And when they yeah, asked man. her about Kenya Moore, right, it's just too many kids and names. I know. So I'd just be like, Kim Zolciak. <laughs> but when they asked her about Kenya Moore, Pick she was like, name. well, she, I mean, do I, yeah, I know, I know. Well, she, she was always nice to me. So yes, I, yes. That's how she answered the question. That's what we want from reality stars. They think we want them was. jumping across tables and running over women on the floor. We don't. We want that kind of curated, organic, you know, <laughs> Disrespect. That's what we appreciate. Oh my Can I God. also say, I'm sorry, yes. really fast. Johnny O'Neill had me dying. She always does these weird little quirky things. I know exactly what <laughs> you're talking about. You, like, too. you remember when I told you before, she sounded like a little boy, but when she was talking about Duffy, she was like, What Duffy had on? Yeah. And Duffy said, And they's like, Oh, it was this little Spanish thing. She was, She got that one in every color. I was like, God damn. Because like old ass <laughs> she also did a video clip <laughs> where she said funny. that she didn't want Duffy on the show. Did mm-hmm. you see that? I did see that. Yeah, she literally, like, out cold said, She's like, Well, I I didn't even want Brandy back. She's like, so I definitely didn't want her friend on the show. 
She's like, so I never really saw like a place for her on this cast. She literally said that. <laughs> straight up, Shania, and that's why Brandy told her, that? "You are a bitch." <laughs> that's why Brandy told her that because she is, and that's actually on VH1 online and on the app. Oh wow! Moving right along. Um, speaking of other black reality shows, Robin China. We watched that this week. Um, you know, I just feel like it's just a lot of yelling and screaming. And, you know, there's a part of me, though. You test them other bitches. Right. They said she, they, on the internet, they said she was like, representative. I want to <laughs> speak to a person. That's, that's how she, she was screaming. That's how she was. <laughs> but I just feel like it's just a lot of yelling and screaming. I do like the fact that, I do like the fact, flack, flacco. Rock a flock. No, I do like the Jody. fact that Black China has like taken this Kardashian train by the reins and just taken over. It didn't take her no time. Like she got with Rob, she got fucking pregnant, then signed these fucking show deals. Chris Jenner coming she in over the house. and shit. She in Chris Jenner house. all on the show credits as executive producer, yeah. plugging all her businesses. She has like a clause Smart. in her contract where even if her and Rob break up, they can't kick her off the show. Like Black China is not fucking playing with these Who people. Who is her lawyer? Jesus Christ. Apparently, <laughs> like I mean, like her shit is tight. Wow. Like yeah. So just shout out to that. That's really all I have to say because the show is low key boring. I mean, I watch. The <laughs> only reason to watch is to see like what their relationship is like. But it's almost it almost feels like like we know they will go together now. So like that was what the you know the shock of it was. Like she ain't gonna jump on Kylie like. Okay, like, I don't care, you know? But I want her to win, and I love the fact that she's changing her name to Angela Renee Kardashian, so. The Ark. My God, The Ark. I wish she would. The Ark. I wish, I wish, would, um, I, <laughs> I wish they would do the show a little bit differently, though, because I do like, um, you know, Rob's little story about, you know, being an overweight male, and I'm talking about that. They kind of touch on it a little bit. Just how even when he was at his healthiest, he said he wasn't happy with his body, and I think that there's something to be said, especially being a you know a male Kardashian. They always want to talk about body issues and stuff. So I see what they kind of doing with their brand. I accidentally tuned in, and I might watch accidentally. again. I just wish he would get a haircut. Like, he would look so much better if he cut his, his hair short so like a shot. fat. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the haircut would be that boost yeah. that he needed. I, it, like it, what, if he would get like a fade with like two lines on the side and like get some earrings, he would look so much better. But he Rob talks himself to, out like, of everything. He does. Like you could be like it's Rob. one thing he don't talk himself out of because that baby will be here in November. Wow. <laughs> so shit. Like China said, wait a minute, goddammit. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, like, he literally, you could talk him into a haircut, and you could be like, they'll, they'll go, come here and do the haircut, but I don't want them to see me. You know, the paparazzi, my weight. And Aww. it's like, he don't realize he actually, like, and I mean. he's open about his. Now um, he is. Wow. Yeah, now that he's come out of hiding, you know, he on the show, he got to be open like, about it. Like, trying to put that hoochie-coochie on him, he didn't came <laughs> out. Like, we hadn't seen him for years. And for, he like, used to go real. with Adrian Bayline and Rita, or Rita Ora is the one who did it. Don't nobody Who know this, but heart? Rita Ora is the one that was cheating on him, dogging him out. Yes. And she's the one that threw him under the stairs with the flowers in the attic, kids. And See? now that he's what? back out. Yeah, like, he, that's why we ain't seen him. But he didn't say he didn't bust through that <laughs> staircase <laughs> and kick that wooden door off, the, off them hinges that Roanoke, Roanoke nightmare at his house. He didn't kick them doors off, and he is back out, and Black China is putting it on him. And that's it. That's all there is to it. She literally... Well, you know what she did. <laughs> she brought him back. She rejuvenated. Rejuvenated. <laughs> <laughs> she did rejuvenate that. <laughs> she did. She reju- She wrote the note. Okay. No, no. <laughs> 
I saw the tweets about that. Look, so, will Black China have that baby? She was in the room. she's been pregnant since the 60s. She was in the room with Robin. She said, yo, hips metal roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> will okay Black China's son continue to be so perfect. Her baby with Tiger is so cute. He's such a joy to watch on screen. He's Aww. always laughing and just smiling and being a fucking kid for once. And he looks like them ice creams. You know them ice cream sandwiches? Them ice creams you used to get where it'd be like SpongeBob or whatever with the eyes. He got them little with beady the gum eyes. Off, the gumball. Yeah, he's cute. So shout out to him. I'm not doing no questions for Robin China because the only question I got is, when is it going off? Um, wow. Also, so really, so also really briefly, shout out to the show ATL. I finally caught up. Yeah. There are so many think? moments. It was so good. There are so many moments in the show that endear you to it. Um, and there are moments in it that are not, I think they were intended to be funny, but not intended to be the big joke, but they were for me. Like when they were at, when Paperboy was at, in the projects, and he went up to that family at the end, and they was trying to take pictures. <laughs> oh, my God. But when that little girl was like, you shot somebody, no. that shit took me to the floor. Um, also, when he was like, hey, that's me on the radio, and the girl was like, so what, bitch? <laughs> All of that was funny. So ATL was good. But what I want to talk about this week and I'm not sure if anybody else watches this, but for those that do, no, I don't know. Um, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, because we oh, got no. we got a pivotal moment this week that I, as a fan from season one, have been waiting on since season three when them bitches came on the show. <laughs> I've said this before, time and time again, that Kathy and Melissa and them only came on the show to exploit the drama that was going on in their family. Well, this time we're at season seven or eight. I can't remember what it is, but... Melissa and Teresa have made complete, sincere amends. They're actually not beefed out. They're doing what I always wanted them to do from the beginning, which is work together and just be cool and, like, go against everybody else. And they've moved on. Melissa has a storyline outside of the drama with Teresa now. And Kathy and Rosie, who are not even full-time characters, have come back onto the show only to talk about the drama. They showed up at Teresa's book signing, like, can we go to lunch because we need to be a family? And she's just like... And so, finally, they all end up going to lunch. Teresa tells them. The waiter comes to the table. Teresa's like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to eat. It's her, her brother, Rosie, and we're Kathy. We're not going to eat. Kathy and Rosie like, okay. So, Teresa was like, you guys, I just want to be left alone. We're family. God always love you and take care of you. But I just, I want to cut the cancer out. You've done so many things and said so many horrible things about my father, my family. I cannot go backwards. I, re I love you. You'll always be my family. My door's open if you need anything, but I just want to be left alone. They didn't know what to do because she wasn't being argumentative. They, she, they said, so you don't want to hug and be a family. She was like, I just want to be left alone. Got up from that table with her brother. Now, mind you, this was so pivotal because her and her brother have been at odds uh, since the first season. She didn't been to jail. They they find like he was there for her kids while she was in jail. Seeing them back together and unified as brother and sister because it's only the two of them. What season is this now? This is like seven or eight. But Teresa's Damn. home from jail. Okay. Seeing them unified is so monumental. And so to see her and her brother get up from the same people that he used to dog her out with, the same people that he was close to only because he wasn't close with her, and 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 to see him and then. The other moment that happened, him and his wife, Melissa, actually checked them. And mind you, they all used to sit up and dog Teresa out. So once Teresa went to jail, the shit got real, and they was like, okay, wait a minute. We're going to have to come back together as a family. They, her brother and sister-in-law, started kind of feeling like and seeing where the other family members were making the drama. 
And so to see this moment as a fan, those of you that have watched this show, you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. That's some so, friend zone shit. I just had to give a shout out to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So that's it. The impact. The influence. Oh, <laughs> I'm full, y'all. So You're going to have to make more room for Atlanta next week, Dustin. I got more for Atlanta, but I just did Italian to die on, my, on my heart this week. I had and to Queen do. Sugar. Oh, Queen. Oh, the Black Sugar. Excellence. Oh, Queen Sugar. Let's go there for one second. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Queen Sugar was so good. I don't know what the hell is going on with Ralph Angel. I don't know why he... I know he's horny or whatever, but I wish he would have went and tried to get some with the teacher as opposed to, you know, sleeping with his baby mama who was just, you know... Yeah, I don't know where that away. came from. I didn't like that. Um, I felt that... I felt so sorry for Vi. I know she has issues with being older and when that bitch at the diner <laughs> was flirting with, um, with Hollywood. <laughs> right. But Vi handled that. Did you see that part, friend? Yeah. yeah she was like, I was actually Roberta. surprised that she was so calm about that. Ain't your break over? <laughs> because he knew where home was. Okay. Oh. He was not faced. She touched that necklace. He said, all right, now. He pulled it right back on her hand. I was like, he know what time it is. And she <laughs> feels like she really can't show her ass anyway because she's already insecure about being old. Oh, true. So when you have them kind of insecurities, you really don't want to rock the boat, you know? So I thought I feel like she played it perfectly, but it just spoke to the writing on that show because that was so real. It's just Queen Sugar is an excellent show. I cannot wait for Charlie to unleash her fury on those crooked-ass businessmen in Louisiana that are fucking with them now about the land. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited and looking forward to that. And the moments when Charlie and Nova... And Ralph Angel Unify, it just gets me right in my heart yeah. every single time. So Watching together siblings is, is ah. really, really special. Because they always be <laughs> at odds with each other, and they come together, and it's like... Well, you guys have siblings, how? so I know that probably resonates with both of your it lives. It really does, friend. I'm telling you, I'll <laughs> be on the, the floor face. sometimes. I believe it. With the weeping, and that's in the Bible, you know, the weeping and the gnashing <laughs> of the teeth. And that's what be going on on screen. I'm telling you. No, I believe sugar. it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was this week's what television. Is it? Shit, I don't know. We talking about the <laughs> shit we watch. Everybody watch. That's what it is. T A S E W. Tasu. That's what this segment is called. Tasu. Tasu. Talk about shit. Everybody watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna change every week. I see. Okay. <laughs> don't forget to show love to our sponsors over at Bevel. The Friend Zone is being brought to you by Bevel, and we've told you about them from time and time again. Now that you've heard about Bevel for this long, you know that you need to have a razor at the very least so you can fit into the club with us. We've told you about the dangers of multi-blade razors before. They often cause irritation and razor bumps that leave your skin much worse for wear. Hair removal creams may be worse. They're messy and can leave you with burns and blotchy discolorations. But like the bomb in Gilead, Bevel is here with the healing. (laughs) Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. Nine out of ten customers come back month to month to make sure they keep getting that Bevel blessing. So you need to go ahead and make yourself one of those nine out of ten so you ain't that one sitting out there with no Bevel, okay? It was created by Tristan Walker, Bevel was. He saw a void in the health and beauty market for people of color. Support this brilliant black man. And his fantastic product by picking up a bevel for razor today. Pick up your bevel today by going to getbevel.com, enter code friends on at checkout to save 20% on your first month's order. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com, promo code friendzone. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. That's a major key. 
Asante, hit us, Mr. Music Man. What's All this right, week's so segment? So the Music Man segment, it's going to be something different each week. The icebreaker is going to just fall in there. It's always going to be something musically related anyway. For this one, I'm going to just call this segment like musical mentions. And we're just going to mention a bunch of people that y'all either need to listen to, have been listening to. And we can just talk about some things that we want to talk about. Uh, on my picks for this week, I wanted to talk about uh, Party Next Door 3. Mm, because mm. people have not really been talking about it. Uh, if you have not listened to Party Next Door 3, you need to listen to Don't Run. That's my favorite song on the album. It sounds like some old-ass H-Town 90s R&B. It is the jam. It make you want to slow dance and do it. You need to listen to <laughs> Only You. You need to listen to Joy. You need to listen to Don't Know How. And that's just, I'm just going to pick a handful of songs from each project. You don't have to like any of them, but you're going to find something you might like about one of them. So that's all I'm telling you that you should do. Did you listen to the new Tinashe? Not yet. But I'm going the to single? I'm, yes. Yes. I you just listened heard it. to it? I did. I heard it yesterday. What did you think about the new Santinacha single for Uh <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was cool. But honestly, I'm not familiar with Tinashe. Like I don't know her other projects. Project Honestly. So I don't have anything to compare it to. Absolutely. But I thought as a standalone single, it was chill. Like I didn't yeah. turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, for sure. Honestly, the single is a little lackluster for me, but she does have some really good projects. And I'm excited to see what this Joyride project is gonna bring after watching the video for uh uh, Super Love when they on the beach doing Baywatch. Oh yeah, I like that. Now that now she didn't play like no this? games. Uh, Tina, yeah, she. Uh, oh, it's one of her singles. Yeah, she had a song before this one that dropped. She just dropped the video for. Got did it. you know Super Tricky Love. and the Dream did that? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they mm -hmm. did Super Love. Mm -hmm. and you know, and you, that's the Dream Team right there. You know, once people make that magic, you feel me? They just got to keep on making it. They're going to be playing Umbrella on the radio for the next 45 fucking years. Yeah, no, yeah, there is are. a radio. They're going to be playing <laughs> um, A lot of people, I actually tweeted on Twitter and asked people who they were listening to. And a lot of people have been checking out Gold Link. So I thought mm. I was going oh, ahead yeah. and say that y'all need to, if you haven't already, listened to the last project. He just released um, a remix project for it. Uh, after that, we didn't talk. Um, Spectrum, Dark Skin Women, and Dance on Me. And Gold Link is part of the Selection family, which is how I heard about him. So he has a song with... Shout uh, out to Selection. He has a song with Masego called Late Night. And you should definitely oh. give Late Night a listen if you have not already. If you fuck with Masego, then you should have already listened to Medicine and Masego's Pink Polo EP. That EP is so funny. <laughs> I didn't even know she had a bet. Like, her and Fetty Wap got a bet. Not right. Masika. <laughs> not Masika. We are done with the reality Justin. recap. Masego. <laughs> You're not talking about the girl not from Masika. Love and Hip Hop with Could this. you imagine Masika with Hell Gold Link? No. That would be something. Imagine You're Masika. not talking about the girl with the... No, Masego. Nope. I'm talking about actual <laughs> artists here. Okay. What okay. the hell is going Ooh. on in here? Listen, she had, she had a, a couple of studio sessions on a, t a TV show, and she an artist now? No, not, not on here. <laughs> oh, but you know what? No shade. I'm glad you brought up Masego, though, because he's really, really... I love his energy. He his has a very youthful, vibrant sound, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. Very vibrant. His sound is very reflective of what I've seen from him. Like, he's very and positive. His writing. And Yeah, he's very positive and cool. And, like, you know, he really wants everybody to win. And he's super energetic and dope. And, and that's M-A-S-E-G-O yes. for people that don't know how to... You can also Google the Write Pink Polo out. EP. So good. And check it out. There are tons and tons of different tracks. If you listen to people like Chance the Rapper, Anderson Pack, you might fuck with uh, Medicine and Masego. Yeah. Um, oh, last but not least, because I was talking about Chance, Isaiah Rashad. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Rashad's new project is out. Uh, he is part of TDE, which holds SZA, Kendrick Lamar. And um, the bank. 
In the bank. No. <laughs> Honestly, TD Bank. The TDE, no bank. Well, the TDE with the big bank. No bank. TDE Big Bank. Y'all should rename yourselves to that. Give me a credit. Um, so for TDE, uh, Isaiah Rashad, he's got a new project out. Uh, free lunches on there for the squad. And what they got? He's featured uh, Sid from the internet on there. So if you like, if you fuck with uh, I feature and all that, man, Sid be crooning Sid is a writer. That track is actually called Silk the Shocker, and it is bomb. It's called Silk the Shocker. Yeah, but it's it's one of them wavy, sexy joints. Right. Of course it is. If Sid wrote it. Super fuck with boy. Definitely got to get down with that. Um, yeah, Isaiah Rashad was on this. I first heard him on the Scissor Project where... He was on um, Jesse Boykin's he, new project as well. Also, Jesse and, 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 Jesse. and since we're at Jesse Boykin's, we cannot leave without mentioning Bartholomew. Yes, Earth Girls. He dropped the new single. Come on. And the second single he has coming out, I won't ruin the surprise so he won't kill me, but it is so good. So I just wanted to mention some artists. You know, those are the the music man's Oh, and Xavier Omar. Xavier Omar also used to work with Masego. Yeah, and Selection. Under Spazzy Rocket. um, Sango. Yeah, he just released a new single yesterday, I believe. Actually, no, it was today called Grown Woman, and it's on Spotify and iTunes as well. And it is good. It is good. I mean, not that I'm surprised because he's a great artist. Right. And listen, it's so good that you know I would have put it on my Spotify playlist if I had had access to it. Yes, the Cool Breeze on Spotify. So that collaboration is still locked and loaded. So check it out while it's available. Yes. So check out Friends Playlist. Give Xavier Omar some. Love, Isaiah Rashad. We just mentioned a whole lot of people. You can either rewind and listen. You can look out for Twitter, whoever we tweet and listening to. But don't forget to tw- uh, tweet me some people you feel like I should be listening to. Not your homegirls if she's bad. Don't send me no generic mixtape tweets. I won't be listening to those. And if I've heard it already, there might I'm be not some gems in there. You know, I, I, no, listen. We might help someone if, blow up. If you if you have a good mixtape, you are probably going to send me a good tweet. You ain't going to just be out here. <laughs> Watering down your shit. You know when you got something good, you want you want special people to listen to it. <laughs> right. Okay, you do something special. Get your wet, wet. Okay. I just want to say that Usher's album cover Richard. is horrible. That album should have been called Hard to Look At. I think <laughs> oh that God. nobody bought that album. I still album haven't heard it. Because the album cover is ugly. I honestly didn't know it was out, to be honest. He looked like he got he ringworm. Didn't he looked like an old ass. You heard it? It was bad? Yeah, well, I heard the album. It was bad? No. Oh. Well, yes. I like three songs. But the songs I like are the shit. Like he has this song called "Tell Me" that's like eight or nine minutes long. It's just a uh, it's sex. That's all I can tell you. Does he have a lot of features? Um, maybe, but Usher's. Let me tell you what Usher's problem is. I love is. Usher though. He's forever. I used to he love is him forever. Too. But his problem is that forever. he's making temporary. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's making temporary music. I know. That's he's stepped out one. of Usher, his. Usher got yeah. pop stardom and started getting number one singles and shit. And he changed his style. And so we're not, we, as Day One Usher fans, are not connecting with right. these pop songs. Right. And they're not good enough to really, like, take over the world. And so he keeps making, he keeps taking these mediocre, like, stabs in the dark. Because he needs to stop following the formula that's out and just and just and make, just make what Usher wants that to make. That Confessions album was good fucking music. That album is Man. forever. Period. For real. Even the, 8701. 8701. Like, yeah. Don't. Don't start the Usher Fest now. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, Don't like make me for real. Dance out of my sneakers. Right, but that new <laughs> album cover is horrible. Like, mm, it, is, it is one of the ugliest album covers I've ever seen. I saw Tamika, his ex-wife, somewhat, she ended up on my timeline, and she, re- I guess she had posted it, telling people to buy it, and she was like, she was like, I agree with the album title or something like that. 
Oh, she's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm mad that she like shaded him and promoted the album. But she's a good, she's a baby mama. She's a good sport though, because when the holiday, no, it seemed like they must on, be on good terms if she love. said that. It she's a cute. good sport. When her show came on, I said everybody on the show looked like they carried Michael Kors purses, <gasps> and she retweeted it and laughed. Oh and, like, shit! We had, like, a five oh, that's tweet cute. Conversation. Yeah, she's a good sport. Right, <laughs> you gotta have a good sense of humor. You gotta be a good sport to be married to Usher with his controlling ass, my Bernstein bear face ass. No. Mama, all of your goddamn business, every every decision you make, Janetta sitting there, <laughs> like you gonna do that? You sure you gonna do that? You know how hard we work, Us, <laughs> Raymond. Yeah, so no. <laughs> so let's jump Shout into this week's email. Our asking for a friend segment. What do you have for us, Asante? Well, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com, as I tell you each and every week. So do not tweet me and ask me what the email is to send things into when I say it right before I read the emails. So sorry, whomever I did that to, you've done it twice. I recognize your name. <laughs> and this is the question. Oh, actually, I'm going to let Dustin read this. I just remembered. Damn, I thought you had forgot. <laughs> Take destiny. And he got that yellow shit on his phone, friend. Oh, so this is yeah. yeah. His phone look like newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> look. So the yellow shit look, is look, gonna look, make look. your phone look like newspaper. That's y'all. what I said. I know people gonna be like, "This is ugly," but it helps. It helps. Remember <laughs> that shit at the library, microfilm. It that's does. What it mean. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I'm like. <laughs> okay, so this week's uh, this week's email oh is called God. "Flirting Under Anesthesia." What? Hey, the friend zone. <laughs> I'm really nervous about sending I this heard letter. It all. So please be gentle. I'm a 24 year old from the DMV. Hey. About two weeks ago, I got all four wisdom teeth removed under Ooh. general anesthesia. I was referred to a specialist, so this was not my usual dental office. My mother was my responsible adult caretaker after the surgery and had to be present throughout. I'm going to do my best to recall what I can, but some parts are fuzzy, so forgive me if the story seems oh, disjointed. Shit. When we arrived, I had to use the restroom. When washing my hands, a really attractive guy in scrubs entered. We said, hey, I dried my hands and walked out. So obviously they gay because they was in the bathroom together. Oh, okay. Unless DT already got the new bathroom. Okay, real progressive when they got that mixed Okay, thing. so anyway, it says, in the waiting room, I was looking through magazines and the guy appeared a few times. Helping patients, escorting people back to the back, typical dental assistant duties. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I think I felt him glancing at me a few times. When it was time to go in the back, he called me, then spoke to my mother about post-surgery procedures. We walked to the back room, and he tells me to have a seat. My mom sat in the corner. Eye roll. He went over the forms I'd filled out earlier, asked about allergies, etc., then he starts going over the procedure, and it turns out that there was confusion with the amount of teeth being extracted that day. He seemed very interested in getting to the bottom of the situation. He confronted the surgeon about it. The surgeon sternly explained which teeth they'd be extracting. I quietly agreed. Well, that was the time to speak up. I don't know why he was quiet when they talked right. about taking teeth out of your Wrong goddamn teeth. head. What's happening? But anyway... The guy paused for a beat and confirmed one last time. And why was it up to the dentalist? If I didn't read this much of this story, are you lying? I swear to God, I'm so damn mad. You better not be lying. Anyway, because this don't make no sense. Because why in the hell would the dental assistant be making the decision about what fucking teeth are getting pulled? I don't know. No, they ain't say nothing about being in med school. Howard Med School, the dental assistants. 
Oh, this is DMV. Oh, so that's what I knew it was a lie somewhere. So why they ain't just say they have no insurance? They went to Howard Medical School. Ain't no shame in that. Everybody do that when they don't have insurance. You look for the programs that well, offer you the services. Maybe they would say that. You know, maybe they... But it would have made more sense. I need context. <laughs> change. I'm talking change. Can't you see? Okay. They want to tell you about the dental assistant. Back to the story. Not the other details. They said that the guy paused for a beat and confirmed one last time that I was okay with everything. I confirmed. It turned out to be a mix-up with the front desk. They knew which teeth to pull. Then I asked my mom. They asked my mom to leave, thank God. The responsible adult wanted to record my behavior after I woke up. Nevertheless, throughout the preparation, the guy seemed quiet but still super attentive, maybe even a bit nervous. It's hard to put in words, but he was definitely emanating an interesting energy. You just was attracted to him. He would say my name whenever he'd do something. I struggled with depression when I was a teen, the evidence of which is on my left arm. When he took my blood pressure, he noticed the marks, paused as if to take a mental note, then proceeded. He also hesitated after I lifted my shirt so he could attach the heart monitor. The last thing I remember doing right before going to sleep is telling them, y'all thought something was about to happen. Ah! I you reading this shit like cereal and shit. I'm sitting up here like, you saw someone and I was like, okay, we have changed him. No, but this email so fucking long. I was like, long, he I didn't lifted his shirt so and then. Anyway, the last thing I remember doing right before going to sleep is telling them not to judge me if I said this something ridiculous. The female assistant, who you just now telling us about, laughed and said, we won't. He was quiet, getting everything ready. When I woke up, I was completely out of it. At first, I started babbling about scripts because I'm a filmmaker. Some time passed, and I don't know what came over me. I told the guy that he was very handsome. I don't remember his response. I asked him how old he was, and I remember him saying 29. I can't remember what happened after that. Some more time passed, and the next thing I actually remember is him helping me into a wheelchair and wheeling me outside the the building. Now, you might want to remember what happened between the last time y'all was talking. Next thing you know, this nigga putting you in a wheelchair. Give me the question. What's the rest of the story? Okay. <laughs> when, we were outside, when we were outside, my mom went to get the car. As soon as she left, I asked the guy for his number. He said that it would not be ethical. I don't remember what I said or what happened after that. I just remember being really sad. My mom said he instructed me not to go hiking the next morning. I went anyway. The thing is, I haven't been able to stop thinking about that day. (laughs) It's mostly because I don't remember a lot of what happened, and that's what bothers me. I do remember seeing the way he interacted with patients in the office, and he seems like someone I'd want to get to know more. I don't know how to reach out if I could. It would be tacky to approach him at work. It would be super creepy to send a Facebook message, especially considering I only know his first name anyway. Am I reading too much into this? Should I reach out to the guy? If so, how? What would you do in this situation? Not this. I love the show (laughs) and can't wait to see you live. Congratulations on all your success, and I wish you much more in the future. Sincerely, Flirty High Patient. Flirty High. Well, well can't Flirty wait to High see Patient. You. Can't wait to see you. Also, so we can tell as you to your well, face hopefully that. you will tell us <laughs> the update with this. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that another one bit the dust. <laughs> if you see him in the grocery store or something, and you want to holler at him, there is your shot. There is your chance to to reshoot your shot. Because you did it the first time under anesthesia. You don't even really remember what happened. So he could have probably possibly gave you a number, gave you the number, and you don't remember. Now that ship has sailed. So if that is what happened, which it is not, 
you have just you just have to wait for the next time to shoot your shot. And there is no way for you to do that at this current moment because I mean, he said it was unethical, so don't go up to his job and bother him about it. But if you see him again out and about somewhere, you can talk about, you know, I'm not you already pulled my wisdom teeth. I'm not coming back to the dentist office. So, you know, what's up? Then in the movie, what time is it? But as per right now, the situation that you're in is not happening. Yeah, I think him saying it was unethical is a no. And no is no. Because I think that could have been, you know, if he wanted more, he would have let you know. You would have woke up with that number in your pocket. <laughs> right, like wheelchair. he would have been like, listen, I can't do this right now, right here, but like I'm going to hit you up, I'll email you. You know, there would have been a way. So the fact that that was that, I kind of feel like you kind of got to just take that and go. I think you should go back up there tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Are you with crazy? an edible arrangement no, with I, the chocolate-covered strawberries. It's the big edible one, so they could all With an edible. So they could all share because they're going to like you if the office get to share. Sidebar, I hope don't nobody ever send me one because I really do not like edible arrangements. And I appreciate the gestures when people send me stuff, but I don't like edible arrangements because I don't eat that. So just you better off like a junk food basket or a gift. Jordans, Nike sweats, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like an edible arrangement. Come on, dog. Like we could at least win got some creme brulee. You know, <laughs> shit. Anyway, um, but far as you, back to you. Listen, everything is not for everybody and the timing is not always right. First of all, you're there. Your concern should be your health. You having surgery, okay? This person has been responsible for your care when you were unable to care for yourself. So I think you should just be very gratuitous, say thank you. I don't think you need to be putting no pressure for them to holler at you because he has seen you at your worst. Think about, like, being in surgery. You know how when you be sleeping somebody and your mouth be all open and shit, you get too comfortable? (laughs) You know, you can't sleep cute in surgery. Anesthesia is a hell of a drug, Mm -hmm. right? So you literally have looked like a fool in front of this nigga, and now you're trying to make him. And then... Then, you know, shot your shot when you was high off your ass on anesthesia. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, of course he said it was unethical. It was unattractive. Oh. So maybe oh. if, I mean, this is just, again, not you were unattractive, the situation was right. unattractive. Yeah. It wasn't one that would lead someone to be like, this is kind of sexy. Let me roll the dice and risk, you know, my job because it's definitely against the rules and bylaws for him to even be right. talking to you about anything like that anyway. Right. So you already were working at a disadvantage now. Right. You know, I say just keep it moving. Everybody in the DMV that it, if he is anything like you described, you guys will run into each other again in the DMV. I'll just put it to you like that. And so do it there. Next time you see him and you're prepared to, to you know, receive somebody like that because you were not at your best when you saw him and he definitely declined. And, and it's that was not a your loud fault. and clear no. You can't be cute for the dentist. That's not your fault. You can't. I mean, not when you're going under anesthesia now. <laughs> I don't know. He could have had one of them bonnets, them Toya bonnets with that bling on them. If you oh, my God. Them Toya bonnets. Well, we hope that helps. <laughs> we'll see you in Chicago or D.C. And we can't wait. Oh, well, D.C. You okay. said the DMV. Please come and see us in D.C. so we can talk about and call this in it person. And say, tell us, be like, it's me, flirty, high yes. patient. Because we don't have nothing against you. We just want to help you not do it next yeah. time. Now, if you show up to the show in D.C. and the nurse is there... <laughs> Imagine! Oh my God, we'd be like a missed connection. Just telling you. (laughs) So for this week's Black Business, I wanted to shout out (laughs) Body Scrubs by Rebecca, but that's Rebecca with one C and one B. 
the temperature is changing. I don't trust that one. <laughs> the temperature is starting to change up. It's getting a little chilly now in most places. So you have to kind of get oh. that skincare going a little bit. You know, using more scrubs and, and thicker creams and oils. So I definitely want to support her. Parlor. This is a beautiful, amazing young black woman who is trying to get her brand up and running. She has is all natural ingredients. She has a beautiful vanilla lavender body cream that is so good, you guys. It has raw mango butter, avocado oil, sweet almond oil. You guys know those are all my favorite ingredients. Right. She has all of these natural soaps with amazing. She has like an apple spice beauty bar, which I think is really nice for the fall. So she has all these natural soaps, all these natural scrubs. Smell like apple spice. Right. Apple spice beauty bar. It's so nice. And then so you get the scrub. You get soaps, you get creams. She basically has skincare gold on her site. Definitely support her if you're looking to re-up on some skincare or if you're looking to try something new. Yep. Like I said, she's a young, amazing, black excellence woman that is trying to get her brand up. So let's hey. definitely send her some love and energy. And if you go to her site, tell her I sent you. And that is Body Scrubs by Rebecca.com. B-O-D-Y-S-C-R-U-B-S. B-Y-R-E-B-E-C-A dot com. And of course, I'll have that link for you underneath the SoundCloud as well as on Twitter so you guys can click it directly. Yeah. Do you guys have any church announcements? You know, I just want to say <laughs> that we are going to be in Chicago on October 14th. Mm-hmm. Well, seven plus seven. Seven twice, man. Seven twice. <laughs> and I can't wait to see everybody in Chicago. So I'm so excited. Man. Um, I have family in Chicago. They'll be at the show. And Chicago's hype. Chicago is Any so event I've ever had hyped. in Chicago was like, I walked away like, oh my God. Man. <laughs> it felt like New York. Just felt like home. And it's a pretty city. Um, I can't wait to just It's just a clean New York. Yeah. No shade to my city, but it wait. is. <laughs> doesn't it? When you ride it's down a clean New York. Shore Drive, doesn't it look like you're riding down the highway in New York City? Like, Listen, swear to God, I can like, honestly say that and not feel bad. It's a clean so New York. So I can't wait to go to Chicago. Of course, Washington, D.C., December 3rd, the day before Jay-Z's birthday. I can't <laughs> wait to go to D.C., I just can't wait to see you guys on the road. So those tickets are available at thefriendzonelive.com. Chicago, come see us October 14th. D.C. will be in the building December 3rd. Um, shout out to Kid Fury and his Furious Thoughts live stand up tour. I'm so yes. proud of my friend. Like I'm just I'm so proud of so him. So excited. Yes. Of course we'll all be there we'll on the 30th. We'll definitely be there. I'm yes. actually host I'm introducing him. Yes. I can't wait. Hey. Like I just, so I cannot wait to show I'm just I'm at a space in my life where I value what's what's the most fun to me is the moments where I can like support my friends right. in their own individual and everyone's it's greatness. It's just it's so fun. So to see him do that, I'm just overwhelmed so i can't wait um happy birthday to my best friend gary levard i can't wait happy to go birthday, celebrate his gary. birthday happy um, birthday um so yeah that's it you guys no church announcements for me just that bullshit <laughs> what's going on yeah also we will be doing a mashup episode with the fam bros yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah so definitely the check that out by the time you guys hear this the episode for fam bros will be coming out the next day that's because their schedule is the thursday i'm not sure what time they come out but just find them on SoundCloud. We'll be there when they do. Right. Because <laughs> it's a mashup episode with us. And I think that's it for me. That be's it. If you are going to be checking out the Kid Fury 
doing Furious Thoughts live on the road, I will be going with him. So I will actually be in Chicago before I'm in Chicago with the friend zone with hey. Kid Fury. So don't forget to go to FuriousThoughtsLive.com. We can purchase tickets to any of these cities. If any of these are sold out, I apologize in advance. That is not my fault. But September 30th, we're going to be here in New York City, as you've heard. October 1st, that's Los Angeles, California. October 7th, we'll be in D.C. And October 9th, Chicago, Illinois. Get those tickets, come see us, and come kick it. Oh, and actually, before I forget, you just reminded me. BeautyCon, those of you, right, for those of you that, (laughs) BeautyCon is going to be amazing this year. Of course, they are highlighting black excellence on YouTube, which is a big deal because we rarely get put in the forefront of the beauty scene. You guys know how it is. So I will be there. Shameless Maya, Cheska Lee, Natural 85, Sunkissed Alba, Ari Fitz, Shannon, a lot of your favorite uh, black Beauty gurus will be there. So definitely come support us if you haven't gotten a ticket. And if you have, we will see you on October 1st. So I'm very excited about that. It's actually my first year. And to be highlighted and be on a panel is pretty awesome. It's hey, been a good year. Along, right? Yeah. Oh, so and exciting. actually, <laughs> and thank you before I go. Also, thank you to those of you who came to my screening for yes, Disney's Queen of Catway. It was amazing. So that good. is an incredible film. I thought it was going to be cheesy because it's Disney. Oh, <laughs> actually, okay. we were in tears. Like Mix. when the lights came up, all of us were like trying to cover our faces. And it was probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I'm not saying it because I hosted the screening. This cute it little funny genuinely moment. is. With the you kids will be dancing. Oh, thank you. Right. And yes. shout out to Chen Burkett and Y for my beautiful skirt. Um, and everyone that came out to support, we had an awesome time. Shout so out thank to you Jade for that. of All Jades from the Jade and XD podcast and her daughter and Noah. Noah. Yes, oh, that picture you hold Noah's Isn't hand, friend. I just, young princess. She Noah. sat next to me the whole time. We Talking. had such a blast. She had all her colorful commentary. It was actually her first time ever seeing a movie. Yep. So I'm honored that it was at my screening. Because <laughs> when she's older, I'm going to be like, you know, when you first went to the movies, it was a screening for Disney. Yep. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna tell her I used to bribe Those her with Eminem. That's some rights, right? Okay. So that that was a great experience, and thank you to my friends who I love that we just support each other. It's yes. a beautiful feeling, and cheers to more events, cheers to more support, and we will see you guys soon. Chicago, first stop. So hey. that's it for the church announcements. We're done for this week's show. Thank that's you guys it. for listening. We Stay love you guys and protect your magic. Bye. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Make sure you check out the latest episode of Colorful Lives. It's the newest podcast from the Loudspeakers Network featuring Angela Yee, Tatiana King-Jones, and me. Hey, friend, hey. On the newest episode, the ladies talk about self, self self-esteem, self-image, and self-care, and the part of ourselves that we want to see because representation matters. We discuss how important it is to see people that look like you and us and in prominent roles in media, politics, tech, sports, and everywhere else. You can listen to Colorful Lives right now by going to soundcloud.com slash colorful lives. Make sure you add that extra L at the end of colorful. Join in on the conversation with us on Twitter by using the hashtag LiveColorful. Don't forget that extra L and thanks for listening.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.